So, um, what? How? How did that? How did that alternative way that we saw in Freiburg and elsewhere come about? Um, what? What did they? What? What did they do to um, to to shape uh, the the nature of, of of the built form? Well, if, if, well, a lot of it comes down to trust. It comes down to trust and dialogue between all those involved. It's a very sort of collaborative process. Um, uh, and um, but at, at the it's sort of a, it's a, it's a real creative process, a, a collaborative one based on discussion and negotiation. In terms of the actual um, uh, control mechanism, if you like, the the overarching um, uh, planning document is is the B plan, is is this design code, and the design code is one page. Um, that is all there is. Um, it's backed up by other policies and so forth. But um, it's, it's this rather technical-looking um, plan. It designates land use. It designates developable areas. Um, and, it, and it makes clear what areas are to be re reserved for future um, for infrastructure. Um, if we look a little bit more closely um, at it, technology is working for us, um, then it's interesting to, to see that there are certain aspects of, um, of, of uh, control that are mandatory, that have a very real bearing on how then the development is procured and who can get involved in, in the actual development process. So um, they, they do control site coverage, in other words the amount of um, development that can be um, incorporated, built on a, on a particular plot. They do control um, maximum building height. They stipulate um, uh, the build, build to line, particularly along the main avenue. Elsewhere, they're, they're much more relaxed about it. But they make sure that the buildings um, accord with the same uh, uh, design line um, on, on the main streets. But critically, one of the things that they do is that they do um, make, it, make plot sizes mandatory. So um, the, the, the area is parceled up into relatively small chunks. And so it's, it's quite common for uh, developments here to be about 30 to 50 units um, in size. Um, and then they specify a series of environmental requirements. So this is the key thing coming back to the uh, procurement. The small plots it, it, it means that um, small developers participate in the process. Um, often, um, but not always, um, community-centred, um, um, groups of residents coming together and deciding to procure their own development, and it leading to this incredible richness and variety within this overall um, sort of uh, plan that is, that is laid down here. And one of the interesting aspects um, in relation to um, having so many sort of small plots um, parceled up um, and the encouragement for self-procurement and a local authority that is, is very um, proactive and, and very encouraging of dialogue and, and, and working alongside these groups to make, make it happen is that one goes there and one sees multiple projects being constructed in parallel with a series of cranes um, dotted around the place um, and is in stark contrast with what's happened here in the last few years whereby you know, our larger schemes 
have been um, often held up um, uh, by one single volume house builder um, who is controlling uh, the piece uh, have, have run into credit difficulties and you know the process is either stalls or is entirely dependent on uh, government subsidy in, sometimes in quite a massive way so it is interesting to see that um, the, this characteristic that um, with, 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 with this sort of diversity of projects moving ahead um, in tandem, 